0: Well hello, hello listeners. Thank you so much for tuning in to I'm Just Vita because I am Just Vita. You guys, today is May the 26th, 2023. Can you believe it is almost halfway mark to 2023 being over? I'm telling y'all, time is flying. It is not waiting for anybody for no reason. So, if there's something that you're trying to get done or you need to get done... Stop doing them shoulda, coulda, woulda's and procrastinating and all that good little stuff and make it happen. Okay, make it happen, sugar. Because if you don't make it happen, then it won't. So, that's all I got to say about that. Today, you guys, we're going to talk about something very, very serious. And I'm only saying it's very serious because it is a serious topic that a lot of people are going through. Um, right now. And, um, we're going to talk about letting go when you're in, like, domestic situations, right? And it's a subject that... I don't know if I was going to touch on it or what. But I know a couple of people that are going through some serious domestic issues. And no, I'm I'm not one of those people. Because you know how you got people that say, oh, that's a friend. No, this is not. The friend is you. No, I'm not the friend. I promise you, I am not that friend. And no, no, no. However, they're going through... One is going through physical and emotional. And the other one is going through mental and psychological. So one is going through one thing. Another is going through another thing. And it's a very sad situation. Very sad. And I always tell people, you know, when certain people are going through certain things or certain things is happening, a lot of things is always easier said than done. That is fact, okay? That is pure, 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 pure fact. And we can all sit here and say, oh, they can do this, they can do that, whatever. But let me let me explain something. I was on that side at one point. My first husband, may he rest wherever God sent him. He was very combative. From beginning of the relationship to when I walked away. See, I walked away. He didn't leave. You ain't got to. See, what people don't understand about me is when I'm tired, I will walk away at all cost. And I had got to that point. I was tired. Always want to fight. Always want to argue. Always want to do this and always want to do that, you know. Um cheating and doing all this kind of different things you know whatever um and I told my and I'm telling y'all this story because I told them the same story I said so I don't want you to ever think that I'm sitting here giving you advice or voicing my opinion or over a subject that I don't know nothing about because that's not true I know about it I've lived it been there done it moved on with my life period I said but you know the easiest thing that a person could ever do when you are dealing with someone of that nature is to walk away walk away I said but see I didn't walk away no I tried to I tried gave him the papers everything here sign them you know you do you I'm gonna do me that da, da, da whatever, whatever let's be done he didn't want that. He Again, he wanted to be combative. You know, want to fist fight, want to do all that kind of stuff. Then had the nerd to have the girl that he ended up with to the end of his life. Her and her friend, you know, it was three of them trying to jump me. So instead of me leaving well enough alone and walking away, that wasn't going to happen. First of all, you didn't put your hands on me and I told you this was not going to keep flying. Now don't get me wrong. I can fight very well and we used to fight. Okay, I mean fist fight. Instead of me just walking away, calling the police, whatever. Now, keep in mind, throughout all of that, I not once called the police on him. Not once. And this is somebody who threw me down some stairs. Okay, pushed me down the stairs, literally. Thought my neck was broke. It wasn't broke, thank God. I was unconscious the whole entire nine yards and put me on the curb and told me, go ahead, you need to die, bitch. I remember him standing over me saying it. And all I remember is an innocent bystander stopping and calling the police. I can't tell you anything else after that. Everything else that I know after that was something that I was told. Now, keep in mind, y'all, this was my husband at the time. This is a true story. All facts. I remember laying in that hospital bed. Praying to God. And I told God, I said, God, if you let me live and let me go home, I promise I won't go back to him. Not only did I make a vow to myself, but I had to make a vow to God because he know me better than anybody. So I spent almost a week in the hospital. And that was the end of it. He came home on some mess, whatever, and I said, I'm not going to do this no more. I remember, I mean, some things transpired in between there. I'm not getting into, but later on, the following week, he got up and went to work. I decided I wasn't going to work that morning. He had to be at work at 5 o'clock in the morning. I know if he was going to get off early, he'd get home between 9 and 10. But he usually don't get off until 1, between 1 and 2. So I knew whatever I was going to do had to be done between 5 and 7. Baby, let me tell you what I did. I had that whole house, because everything in the house was mine. Mine. I had that whole house cleaned out within an hour and a half and this was not a small house it was a um three bedrooms actually it was only two was it three bedrooms it was only two bedrooms two bedrooms full basement one bathroom nice house I loved it Beautiful woodwork, had the cherry wood finish. It was only two bedrooms. But the house was fully furnished. You know, the downstairs, which was like the lounge area, had furniture and all that kind of stuff in it. I didn't even want it, but I took it anyway. I just bought brand new furniture in the house. Everything. Brand new, I mean everything. I still had plastic on my dining room set because nobody sat in there. Everything, that house was empty, and I did not look back. Gave him the divorce papers, he didn't like that. And that's when the heat was on. So instead of me walking away, honey, I went back and whooped everybody's ass with crowbars and tire rod I was going to make sure that this was going to be the last time. So yeah, I broke his hand, sure did. I did. I did it. It ain't nothing to brag about, but I'm telling you my story. And I told her the same thing. I said, because I've been there, and I've done that. I said, you get tired of the fighting. I said, but I can honestly sit here and tell you, I have not ever in my life had a black eye. Ever. I'd have been bruised up. Bruised up like crazy. But I have not ever had a black eye. Swollen face, yeah. I had a hairline fracture in my face. I had, I had all that. I said, the easiest thing to do is to walk away. I said, because your children have to look at you in the face. And you got to explain that to your kids what happened. Why? You don't ever want your children to feel that And she has a daughter and she has sons, you don't want your sons to see you going through this and him being that male figure in their life. To think that that's what you're supposed to do when you're with a woman. You don't want your daughter to think that, oh, when I'm with my man, if I make him mad or he get mad, this is what he's supposed to do. I said, so this isn't about you. When you have children involved, I said, it took me a long time. I'll admit it. It took me a long time to figure that. This ain't about you. This is about your kids. Because they need you. This man don't need you. And if he's putting his hands on you or if he's... Abusing you in any shape or form. He don't love you or want you either. You're convenient. And I told her, I said, well, the thing about it is, y'all not together, right? And she was like, no, we're not together, but I'm living in his house. Because, you know, until I can get back on my feet. Understandable. I said, baby, I would rather live in an open door mission. Some type of housing, you know, for the homeless before I will put me and my children through anything like that. I so said you have a way out. You got some outlets. You got a lot of outlets. You are a woman with children. We have a facility that will help you. Get away from him. I know you don't want the police involved. But damn maybe the police need to be involved. Because what's going to happen is. It's going to get worse, worse, worse and worse. And so either you kill him or he kill you. I don't want to see that about either of you on the news. And I don't care for him. And I told her that. I said something about him I, said, I just don't like. Me and him had a, some words at one point or whatever. And ever since then, she was like, oh, you put fear in him. I said, don't fear me. I don't want you to ever fear me. But no, I'm not playing with you. I am very direct. He speak, I speak back. That's it. I have home training. You know, I got, I got home raisins. Long as you don't think that you can cross? Well, we good. We we good Pimpin'. Then I got another friend that's... well, he tells me that you know now that we've been together, um, I have gained some weight and I need to lose some weight. Da da da. Whatever. Well, maybe I have gained a few pounds. I said really. I said because to be honest with you, I haven't seen you in a while, but, um. From what you'll be posting, you kind of look the same. So, is the clothes that you were wearing it, before y'all got together, are you able to still wear them? She was like, yeah, I wear them just fine. I said, so it's not your weight. He didn't got in her head to the point. Now she's, keep in mind, she's not that big. Okay, she's not a size 2, but hell, neither am I. She's probably about a, maybe a size 14, 16. That's not big. That's not big at all. I mean, and she's short, so it shows. You know, it's not like she's tall. She's short. She's shorter than I am, and I'm only 5'3". So she's like 5'1", 5'2". I said, but you've been that size for how long? She was like, I've been this size for years. I said, and now it's a problem? She was like, well, yeah, you know, he was like, you know, you need to lose some weight. I said, well, he knew how big you were when y'all got together. So I I don't understand what the problem is. What's the problem? I said, he didn't got in your head. I said, listen, if you want to lose weight, you do it for you. Whatever transformations you're trying to do, you do those transformations for yourself because that's what you want to do. You don't do those transformations to please nobody else because you're defeating your purpose. I was like, have y'all thought about going to counseling? I'm not opposed to counseling. I'm really not. She said, well, he doesn't want to go because he doesn't feel he has a problem. He thinks that I'm the problem and if I do the things that he wants me to do I said oh he one of those she was like well what does that mean I said well because when you find people that are like that I said he's a womanizer he's a narcissistic womanizer I said I bet you he got a problem with you dealing with your family right so they like to keep you isolated is there a way or no way I said, no, they don't, they're not physical abusers. Most people like that are not physical abusers. You will want him to be a physical abuser because he didn't got so far in your head till you don't even see yourself anymore. He's reprogramming and creating you. She was like, well, it, that's easy for you to say. I said, No, it's not easy for me to say. I said, but I can honestly sit there and say that my husband boyfriends, nobody has ever come to me, and definitely not my husband now, and he never came to me and said, oh, you're too big, you need to lose weight, and I'm not that big. In fact, I am probably about damn near 20, 25 pounds lighter now than when I was when I met my current spouse. Dead serious. I am not big at all. I'm probably about a size 8 right now, you guys. And this is fact. And I've been a, a 10 damn near my whole entire adult life. I mean, it fluctuates a little bit, you know, here and there. But I have been a consistent eight, ten, Because, you know, I'm the cutie with the booty. That's what I like to call myself. So, my clothes fit right. So, it ain't tight on that area. No. No, no, no. Like I told you, I've been there and I've done that. Again. The husband that used to want to fight all the time, he'd be like, oh, you know, you're this, you're that, whatever. And I was about the size. I was actually a little smaller than what I am now um, when I was with him. And that was many years ago. My son now is 22. Uh, I We basically split apart when he, my son was two. So 20 years ago. And I told her, I said, you know, I won't deal with people like that. I don't like jealous folks insecure people because I'm not jealous or insecure I don't give a damn what you're doing how you're doing whatever you gotta live with that I don't you've gotta live with whatever you just did I don't I can't stand jealous people I don't like a jealous man I don't like insecure men. I don't like none of that to me that is one of the biggest turnoffs there is I do not like that I hate it I hate it more than anything and hate is a very powerful word it was a word I was raised never to use so Grandma, I'm sorry. May you forever rest in peace. I just dislike that with a passion. No. No, 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 no. You've got to let people be who they are. Right? Ladies, I'm going to talk to y'all for a minute. Because a lot of times we, we lead and do things with our heart. Right? And a lot of us wear our heart out there on our sleeves. Whether we know it or not or realize it or not, we do. Right? We become infatuated with concepts of being in love, being with this person. A lot of us don't like to be alone. Uh, Newsflash, you were born alone and you're going to die alone. In order to be in any type of relationship or situationship, you've got to know what it's like to be by yourself. If you do not know what it's like to be by yourself, then this relationship or situationship or whatever the hell you got going on will not Work. You got so many people. Oh, I get tired of laying in the empty bed. Why? Why? That means you don't enjoy your own company. The reality of it is, you don't enjoy you. There ain't nothing else another person can do. You know, people, listen, people don't make you happy. only person, the only thing that makes you happy is you. Now, when you're dealing with people, they can bring that, happiness out and help you explore it to the fullest but they don't make you happy you make you happy you've got to get out of this mind concept that other people make you know you make you and I've always said you are in control of your own destiny you are either your biggest supporter or your biggest enemy what is it going to be it's it's one or the other Stop thinking negative about you. Don't worry about what the next person thinks. And then we get in our heads. Oh, well, they're seeing me this way. Everybody else must do. Honey, no. Stop worrying about what other people see. What do you see? If you don't like it and it's something that is just weighing down on you, change it. You can change it. The only person that can change it is you. Not this other Yahoo that you dealing with or whatever you want to classify him as. He can't change none of that. Only person that can change it is you. And if you're changing it because of something that he did or said, shame on you. You control you. No man, woman, or child controls you. You control you. And if you're dealing with somebody that cannot accept the fact that this is who I am. This is how I'm going to be. This is what I want. And y'all don't share those same views or visions or even if you don't share it, if they can't support it and you can't support theirs, you are dealing with the wrong person to begin with. Listen, a lot of times we get in our little relationships, right? And we don't pay attention to anything until it gets to shit. Things go from sugar to shit and then, oh, the world has got to stop. Listen, listen. If you had shit in the end, you had some shit in the beginning. But a lot of times, and I hate to say it like that, but y'all know listen discretion is always advised when you're listening to me. But if you had some shit in the end, you had it in the beginning. The thing with the beginning is we are so focused on the little stuff and little different things. It's like we have blinders on, right? We're blind. And then when it actually comes out, like, well, damn, I seen that in the beginning. No shit, it was always there. But you let things fester and, fester and fester and fester and fester and fester and fester until it gets to this point. No, nip that in the bud. I'm not saying you gotta be nasty about it, be all facetious about it, to do whatever. No. Even the smallest things are worth a conversation if you feel that it's going to become an issue in the long run. But a lot of people don't even look at the long run. They're looking at right now. Now look, I believe in living in the moment. Because the day is not promised. Y'all know that. I believe in that. 1,000%. But that doesn't mean that you don't think ahead. That you're living in something that don't mean that you don't think ahead. Yes. You always got to have a plan. I'm a Taurus. Y'all know that. I have a plan from A, B, C, all the way through Z. Sometimes, yes, it's very frustrating when the first plan or second plan or third plan don't plan out the way you want it to or the way you think it should. Yeah, it's frustrating as hell. But that don't mean that you give up. That doesn't mean that you stop trying. That means you keep trying. And trying, and trying, and trying. Keep going. You fell, get up and try again. Try, try harder. And when you tell people that they get mad, no, that's not something that you should be mad about. That's somebody that's giving you that, that, that nudge. Try, try harder. Don't pick up where you left off. Go back to the beginning. Go back to the basics and let's try this again. Because there's a kink somewhere. But if you keep picking up where you left off, you will never find it. You have to go back to the beginning. And I sat there and told her, I said, you know what? I said, I've been on medical leave, y'all, since April 12th. True story. And it's been driving me insane, okay? I have mentally and psychologically checked out on a lot of things. Some for good reason. Because I have had this time to sit down and reflect on me. This ain't about my children. This ain't about nobody else. This is about La Vita. Because, see, how can I be my best self if I'm always focused on somebody else? See, it doesn't work like that. I have been focusing on me, what I want to do with my life. Because, like I said, time stops for no one. A lot of people say, well, that's selfish. How is that selfish? My, are the only people that is my responsibility or priority were my children. They grown. They are grown men now. They got their own children. I can't keep putting my life on hold until they can get things right. Because like I had to explain to one of my sons, I said, what's going to happen when mama is no longer here? Whether I'm not here because I moved away or I'm not here because God called me home. That means you've got to be able to do this on your own. I can't continue to be that lifeline, and it's like, okay, well, yeah, we get that, but you're still here now. Okay, well for kicks and giggles, let's do a little, let's do a little, you know, experiment. Pretend that I'm not. I'm here, thank you, Jesus, because without God, nothing is possible. I believe that. I said, but you've got to start moving around like I'm not. I said, because I'm not going to live the rest of my life in Omaha, Nebraska. That's just not going to happen. I will tell you that. I said, and I've been telling you, I used to tell them that when they were kids. This ain't something that, oh, she woke up and she just don't know. I've been telling them that since they were kids. As a matter of fact, we were going to move to Newport, Virginia. When they were kids. The reason why we did not. It wasn't because I got custody of my little brother. Because I had custody of my little brother. He was coming too. But my mother had a massive heart attack. And all of her doctors and everything here... So she didn't want to leave and I didn't want to leave her either. So I stayed. I said, I got to quit using what other people got going on as a reason to be here. And it's time for me to focus solely on me. I can't worry about what anybody else is going to do. And I was telling these two young ladies I said you can't keep worrying about what anybody else I said that's why we stay in certain situations and put ourselves through certain things I said because we're more focused on the situation and the other people in the situation than ourselves and I told one I said now look at your face look at it she was like I don't even want to look at my face I said you have to because that's your reality your reality is You are a lying man. I don't give a damn the fact that y'all got a kid together. Who cares? That ain't the first time. You ain't the first woman to ever have children with somebody and walk away. Shit, I did it. I said, your mother did it. That's how you got your stepdad. You're not the only woman that's ever done that. You ain't the only one that's ever been through something. But it's time to stop giving yourself this pity party and come up with a damn solution. What are you going to do? I told the other one, I said, you got to get back in the game, baby. Tell yourself every day, when you wake up, I am enough. I am blessed. I am prosperity. I am loved. Why? Because I am me. Tell yourself that every day when you wake up. I am enough. I said, and then when you start dealing with them people that treat you like you're not, cut them off at all costs. I said, I'm not telling you that stuff like that don't hurt because it does. If they mean something, it genuinely hurts that you have to do that. I said, but it's not about them. This is about you. When you get it through your head that this ain't about them, this is about me. This is about what I want to do with my life. This is how I'm going to do things with my life. This is about me. It's not about anybody else. When you come to that realization, baby, you will feel so much better. And it's not to say that you think you're better than anybody else. Because this is not about being better than anyone. Because I don't think that I'm better than anybody else. And I don't think nobody better than me. But that doesn't mean that I'm not working on me so I can be a better version of myself. That has nothing to do with anything. I said, so don't confuse it. I'm not saying that you walk around with your head in the clouds, with your nose in the air. You don't do none of that kind of stuff. What you doing that for? For what? Why? Why why, why are you doing all that unnecessary stuff? Because that's exactly what it is. It's unnecessary. It is very unnecessary. Don't do that. Be you, do you, and be unapologetic about it. That's when you'll see another. And that's so, I said, and that's nine times out of ten. That's why people start to flip up. It's because when they see, when you're dealing with an abuser of any type, when they see that, oh my gosh, she's working on her and she didn't got that second win, this is when. The chaos comes in. This is when they want to rehab it all over again. Oh, boost Andrew ground. Leave it alone at all costs. They should rather see you happy with someone who's going to appreciate you for who you are than sit there and constantly be miserable with them. And I'm not saying that you are doing self-improvements to be with somebody else because that is not self-improvement okay so let's just be clear when you're going through self-improvements you can't improve you and find you with somebody else see that doesn't work like that in order to find you to be the better version of yourself you've got to be by yourself other than that again you're defeating purposes so to all my ladies out there if y'all going through something whether it's physical, mental, psychological, does not matter. Stop giving yourself that pity party and start coming up with some types of solutions. There are resources that are out there that will help you. But you've got to be able to take that first step. And, I, and again, I know sometimes people don't do it because of fear. Honey, fear alone will kill you. You have to, again, ask yourself... Who's more important, that person, in that situation, or you? Learn to love you. You got to learn learn to love you first because if you don't love you, nobody else can. I was reading somewhere somebody, and I know who this person is, but I'm not, it doesn't matter. Well, fuck love. anytime you hear somebody that says something like that honey you're broken you're scarred so bad till if that's the mindset and the process that you have that means you don't love you and if you don't love you it ain't a damn thing that you can do for nobody else everything you're doing is false Love comes in different shapes, different forms, different fashions. But in order to love someone else or something else, you've got to love you. You can't love somebody. And then on this, oh, well, I don't care about love, fuck love. That means you don't love. That means... If you're telling people that I love you, you're a fraud. I'm sorry, but that's, that's fact. That is, that's complete fact. So that means you need to go back to the basics on your own self if you have that mind concept. No, I don't have that mind concept. If I tell you I love you, that means I genuinely love you. Genuinely. Because I'll never tell you nothing that I don't mean. But here's the thing. You can't love someone if they don't love you back. That's why it's called infatuation. All right, you guys, I got to get ready for physical therapy. But I wanted to jump on here to voice my opinion about that. Again, be humbled. A little gratitude goes a long way, let me tell you. Gain some focus. Be blessed. And most importantly, always stay true to you. I'm out, you guys. And thank you for tuning in too. I'm Just Vita.